Live. I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Ravers, everybody out there. And I want to welcome them to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome anybody that's new that's listening. And just to tell you a little bit about us, we like to delve into history and base it on the present. And we get to do that because of Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We don't do talking points here. We don't, uh, we dig, we dissect. We dissect. And we have people like Peter Roth from At The Roth Draft who help us out from that with that. And you could also find them on Fans Only At The Rough Draft. And look at him. He is a rough and tumble young man. Good to be with you, gentlemen. Peter Roth. Well, after you Good said- Good man. Really glad to see you, my friend. Thank glad you. Good to be with you. Good to see you. And of course, America's icon and iconoclast, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And the icon reason- and iconoclast, exactly. And the reason I say that tonight is because Ben Stein has a new book out called The Peacemaker, as you all, as people that are listening know. But Ben has been on fire as far as being interviewed by people. And uh, he's been all over, all over, all, all over the place, all over the place. And uh, I, I, if anybody wants to know Ben Stein, I would heavily suggest you check out. I think it's, it'll be up tomorrow. The Nick DiPaolo podcast. Uh, he did Newt Gingrich last week. He's done so many. It's too many, too many to mention. But tonight he's going to be on. The reason we're doing it early tonight, he's going to be on Salem. Uh, I can't remember. Big, 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 big shows. Big, and it's big, it's big, the big, offshoot big. of the Mark Levin show. Uh, it's his producers. And uh, so Mr. Producer, uh, who Mark Levin always refers to, that's who Ben will be on tonight with is Mr. Producer. So welcome to the world, according to Ben Stein. And Ben, uh, right off the bat, I think we have to. And listen, I understand people might not want to hear us talking about certain things, but we are Jews. Uh, and uh, hey, oh, hey, are you kidding? What do you think this guy is? This guy, Mr. Aryan Race. <laughs> okay. What well, I'm not sure who you're talking about, but uh, okay, I can pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, us know, let us know I, when you get to be a member of Burning Tree. I, I don't even know what you say after Peter. You know what I love about Ben. Ben, ben, what I've loved everything. Ben, I love ben, everything about Ben. Yeah, but ben Stein don't. Ben Stein doesn't care. And I was sitting yesterday as, as he's getting interviewed by Nick DiPaolo, who's a brilliant conservative, who's a brilliant, brilliant comedian who happens to be a conservative. And I was sitting on the couch in the back, I, and I, I literally had to hold my hand over my mouth because I just couldn't stop laughing. And I was. Uh, oh, God bless you. It was it was it was absolutely hysterical. But Ben, I think it's extremely important to note that when you add up today, the amount of people that were at the March on Washington, the amount of Jews there and the amount of people that watched it online by percentage, it's eight percent, eight percent of the Jewish population attended this today, at least. That's pretty amazing. That's, That's pretty that amazing. Is an amazing number. And mm-hmm. if uh it, 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 a call to mobilize was done and was answered. I'm proud to say my nephew was there. My brother-in-law was there. I think another nephew of mine was there, but Ben, that, that, that is an amazing number. And it's a new I agree. number. I agree. Very, very impressive. I wish I had been able to be there, but uh, I wasn't. I'm, I'm stuck here in West Hollywood. You are, but, but the bigger point being is all the others that were there. 
and uh it, it was uh some fu- really funny signs some really uh and some it, it's, it's important that the, the representatives see that we are a we are an interest group that might start voting its own interest that would be wonderful and uh peter the reason i bring that up is because i i think the democrats have taken far for far too long advantage of the two interest groups that never vote their own interest and it just takes a few percentage points uptick, as we well know, for either Jews not to vote for Biden or more Jews to vote for Biden and, and less blacks to vote for Biden for Trump or more or vice versa. You get what I'm you saying. Peter. So, Peter, go for sure. it. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Peter, come on. Park, come on. The park, service, the park service apparently said there were 300,000 people on the mall today. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. Uh, Jewish Americans and. Oh, just and about, hold on one second. Peter, they got. They, you, I'll just, just t- tell you the permit, just so you know, was for 60,000. That's how that's how few they expected. So that's why the numbers are used. So go on. Friends and allies making their voices heard peacefully. Very good. Peacefully. Property. No flags burned, no flags torn down, nobody beaten up. In contrast no, uh, to the no, Hamas no, no, no. rallies that we've seen on college campuses. But you know, people right. say that this is a battle for civilization, and I think they're right. This is a battle between the civilized people and the uncivilized people. I couldn't agree with us Who are calling for a ceasefire while Hamas is still holding 240 to 300 hostages. Um and you it's know, still bombing we, civilian areas with rockets. And we just gave another ten billion dollars to Iran. What? I, I think I we we unfroze a, a, another ten billion dollars in assets, and apparently the State Department guy said, "Yeah, well, if we didn't give them the ten billion, they'd get it someplace else." So it really doesn't matter. Of course, it matters. Money. Money moves around. Money is fungible, but you get these huge kinds of injections in cash, and you can use it for dirty business. And it was Absolutely. right before, right after the last huge injection of cash that that the Gazans, Hamas, attacked Israel. Wow! You know, wow! The, the Biden people are playing into their hands, and there were two hundred thousand people in say no, enough. No, Stop. you know what, but Peter. It's worse than they're playing. In the I was going to say that there's, too, there's, but Ben, can I say something before you interject? Can I just say something before you interject, Ben? Uh-huh. And I said this to Peter: there are certain words that, that we are no longer applicable to use because they just don't sum up the the level of of disastrous oh. stuff that's being going on. So. Uh, it, 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 there's no words to to be funding ten more billion dollars to Iran. There's no word that describes that sort of lunacy or insanity. Uh, I would say treason. Good word. Good word. I could accept that word. I could accept that word one hundred percent. Thank you. And you are it's a, a lawyer. It's a stunning, stunning, stunning thing to see what's happened. When Biden became president, and uh, I, I want to again represent to you that there's a great, great movie called "The Death of Stalin," and uh, it has in it at the end Khrushchev is talking to I forget who, uh, some other member of the Politburo, and saying, "Can we? Uh, do you think we can trust him uh, to to lead the country?" And I, I forget whether it's Politburo or Molotov or somebody says. Somebody in the Politburo, 
says, can you ever trust a weak man? Now, I think Biden is not as weak as we think. I think he's a drunk, and I think he is a bad guy who has a lot of crazed hatred in him. And uh, I feel bad for him that his uh, one of his sons died. It's a terrible thing. It had happened to me this summer. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Uh, but uh, that does not give him license to betray his country. Well said and uh, extremely well said. And Peter, uh, to Ben's point, uh, it's, I don't know how you describe this. And I was talking with you on the phone about this, Peter, because we were talking about writing right now. And the reason I want to say, listen to Ben's podcast tomorrow, whenever it comes up and Nick DiPaolo is because Ben is able and afforded to say pretty much anything he wants. Not all of us can, but Peter, uh, he he's completely right in what he's saying about Biden. And now I just love that. I'll just share a little snippet you know, when he shared what Richard Nixon said about how do you get rid of the Palestinians? Is it okay if I share it? Ben? He, he didn't say, how do you get rid of them? I'm afraid oh. you're ruining the joke. Sorry, please. He said, he went to a list of the, all the problems, trouble spots in the world and had very adroit, neat, clean suggestions about how to deal with them. And then he said, the only one I can't figure out is the Palestinians. He said, I don't, I don't know what you do with them except to hang them all. <laughs> he didn't laugh when he said it. <laughs> Peter, I go to you with that. Thank you. Um, Joe Biden is a man of the hard left. He has always been a man of the hard left. No, he is not. No, he is not. Yes, he has. I remember remember when he was was an ardent segregationist. I remember when he was opposing everything that Ronald Reagan wanted to do. He didn't want to cut taxes. He didn't want to cut spending. He didn't want Reagan to be allowed to move the courts back to judges who believed in originalism. He didn't want to support the freedom fighters in Nicaragua and Angola and Afghanistan, he has been on the wrong side of just about every issue. I suppose the only the only nice thing you can say about him is at least he hasn't been on the both sides of every issue like John Kerry. Sir, with all due respect, I hate to break this to you, but there are plenty of us Republicans who are Republicans before you were born who do not think supply side is a valid economic explanation I, I, for I, any. I, 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 no, I understand, I, and 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 we just we we've agreed to disagree on that. I'm just saying that that anything Ronald Reagan wanted to do, he opposed. Virulently. Before that, before that, before that, when school busing was a big huge issue. That's that's true. Huge he issue was, before he sided, he, he, sided he was with against the racist on busing. Well, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Just one second here, Mister Peter. Roth Aryan nations, I beg your pardon. I don't know that we now know that it was a terrible thing to oppose budget to oppose busing. I think busing might have been a terrible disaster. I I would like you to tell me if some good things have come have come from busing. I mean, busing. My uh, old friend Marina Ant, who I won't uh, say her last name. She she's a terrible, she's a terribly smart young woman, 
I, I, I'm not uh, defending. She, she I, knew I'm very not, well what the results were going to be. I, I'm not busing. defending busing. I'm just saying that in the historical context, when you look at who was on which side of the issue, when Listen, busing we didn't want to kill Bin Laden. I think that's uh, I think that, that that sort of sums up most of his. I mean, let's I let's be about that one. Yeah, yeah, and 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 listen, let's not forget the guy that was a family man, a supposed family man, not acknowledging his granddaughter existed. For that him. was incredible, and not wanting to pay her a frigging right. penny we, of child and, support. And, and the way that he has enabled his son Hunter's addiction. Yes. We we are, and and the way that he has plagiarized. Other people's intellectual done, property done forever, forever, his whole yes, life. He is not a good person. No, he's and not. I can say that. Like, well, wait a minute. Who do you, who do you say, who, who on this little teeny tiny show, tucked away in the corner of nowhere, do you think has 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 been a fan of this of this hate? But I mean, but. Uh, no, you're allowed to say that he's white. So that's he did. That's that. But it's an insult to the ape. I mean, I think the apes probably got uh, more. Uh, but it's yeah. it's not it's not just Biden. It's the team he put together. They're they're second stringers. They're incompetent, and they're hard left. That's a bad mix. There, there, Peter, there was just to put in perspective, Ben. I'm sure every, a lot of people missed this. There was an interview with the head of with the spokesperson, at least for the State Department today, and there was a reporter. It might have gone on for 15 minutes, where this this is back and forth between giving this money to Iran, and he said it's not fungible. He kept on using the word fungible. It, it's not, it, you know, we're giving them this money, but they're not going to use it on this. And then he went. The reporter kept on saying. Well, if you give them the money for this, then they still have the ability to use it for this. But then the State Department, it was back and forth for 15 minutes and good for whoever that reporter was that wouldn't let it go. Because this idea that and Ben, speaking of the State Department, Peter, I mean, this this letter that how many people was it, Peter, in the State Department? Hundreds. Hundreds throughout the federal government, says National Review. Uh, and do say the story, please, for those not familiar. They sent a letter to the president insisting that he he trumpet, uh, he blow no, the trumpet for a ceasefire. No, no, it was, I think I think if I may respectfully say so, I think it was a little bit more than that, not a lot more, but a little bit more. But he basically said, "Was I think you better trumpet the blow the trumpet for the Palestinians, the so-called Palestinians." That that's in our State Department, McCarthy. Saw this coming. He, he saw did. it coming. At the but you Department. saw it coming. Yeah, well, yes, but I saw it coming, and I was scared to death. That the State Department has never been really pro-American, or at least the not for a very thing, long time. The principled thing for all of these government employees to do, if their agreement disagreement with the president is that strong, is for them all to resign in protest. Absolutely. To keep taking the check if their disagreement is that profound, they ought to resign resign in protest. And they they didn't they didn't even sign their names. If they they didn't sign their names to this letter, if they had done it to Richard Nixon or done it to Richard Nixon or they'd done it to Ronald Reagan, he would have said, Fine, you're all fired. And, and that's the appropriate course of action. And you want to know, here's here's to Peter's point, why Peter's point, without realizing it, is so 
good and brilliant is because no, 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 Peter, I mean this is because they still want jobs after. And, right, and, right. and remember, yes, I understand that. everybody that betrayed Trump and Nixon, right? That was the the reason why they were so open when signing letters was so they could get jobs. These people will not get jobs, I should say, if they actually sign this letter. So John, John Dean, while living his life in disgrace, has not lived it out in poverty. I promise you. No, I know. Well, look, I know all about John Dean. He, John Dean, one of his my favorite things that he did was when he was general counsel at the at the White House, which was, by the way, a move of such spectacular idiocy that I cannot even imagine anyone doing it. Anyway, he needed money for his honeymoon with the beautiful Maureen Modine, a well-stocked, stacked girl. And he wanted a nice stack, wanted a nice honeymoon with her. He didn't have any cash. He had a big box full of cash that had been donated to the president to committed to be like the president. He had a key to it. He opened the box. He took out either five or 10,000, I forget how much it was exactly. And he put in the box a check from his own self to the creep for the amount of money he'd taken out. Then he sealed it back up and locked it up and hid it away. So what is that except for stealing that money from creep? It was stealing. It was never prosecuted for it. Never at all prosecuted for it. But what can it be? You take money out of a safe deposit box belonging to somebody else and don't Tell them you've taken it and just give them back a locked up box. With a, with a check that you can never cash. Of course, check can never be cashed. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like Jerry Springer writing the check to the hooker that bounced. But, uh, you know, Peter, to his point, John Dean, uh, he did let, live rent free, right? For a few years, right? How long did he, was he on, was he in prison? I'm not sure that he was actually. I think he lived. Yeah, right I off. don't remember that. that I don't think he was in prison at all. I, I think he was, lived right off Mulholland. Mall, Mall, I mean, uh, Coldwater Canyon, not my, far from where I live. My bad. And so, Peter, it's it's it, it uh, of course. Wrong. And I I hate using the words as you said to me the other day when I said we were talking on the phone and I said and you used the word double standard or whatever it is. These words just don't fit this this level of corruptness. They just don't seem to, to 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 work and to ben's point about john dean the fact that he was ever able to hold the job again or, or live a rich lifestyle shows you really how corrupt our and, and now and now he's on msdnc commenting on the ethics of other people every time there's a white house scandal they drag him out i sat across from him during the clinton scandals discussing proper presidential behavior in the law I had to shower afterwards. No, and 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 this goes to Ben's point. It's it's it, this goes to Ben's point, and because I yeah, I've, obviously I uh, love these interviews that he's doing, and I get to be in the background, and I always get to hear the questions, but I sort of know the questions with Ben's response. But I don't know if it was today or yesterday or even both days where he was, you know, he, and he's constantly saying it on his show about Nixon. I still don't know what the crime is. I still don't know what the crime is. And when I look at Trump and I look at all that's going on, I still don't know what the crime is. And even Bloomberg, of all places, Ben, 
came out in defense of Trump with his valuations. They said, did he evaluate far too high? Of course. But his his valuations from I want they evaluated Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. It's 6,000 acres in Palm Beach. If nothing was on that. I don't think it's 6,000. I'm, I'm almost positive it's 6,000 acres. I don't think it is, but God bless you. Uh, that's what Bloomberg reported. Uh, so, but Ben, my point being is, I, uh, going back to it, I can you find these crimes? I mean, I guess if you want to find the crime, you could find the crime. I don't it's, think you can find the crime. You can make it, make it allege a crime. The government has a, a tremendous uh, la- latitude in defining what is a crime. I mean, what is seditious libel? It could be anything they say it is. It's it's. Uh, I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry. Seventeen acres of land. Sorry about that. That's a hell of a difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Each in in its entirety is six thousand acres. It's sixty-two thousand hundred square feet. I'm sorry about that. That's a very big difference in acres. Forty-two. At least listen. I I I openly admitted my. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I love that. If I can interject for just a second about what's happening in Gaza. I've been wondering, WWND, what would Nixon do? What do you think he'd do, Ben? I think he would hang them all. Now, he, he would, he would be, supply Israel with enough weapons to defend itself indefinitely, and he would not uh, whimper at wine to crowds uh, along Pennsylvania Avenue a lot or near the uh, Capitol. He would, he would say, uh, you have a right to dissent. You have a right to disagree with me. You don't have a right to riot. You don't have a right to deface government property. You uh, go ahead and do your thing. We all know you're fools. We all know you're tools of the most disgusting people in the world. But uh, you have the right to do it. This is America. Would, would he have tried to bribe other countries like Iran with billions of dollars to... No, can I answer this for you? Can I answer this question for you? Since uh, since Ben said what Nixon would have done, he would have said like he said. I didn't say Nixon. No, no, no. With with using Vietnam as the example, if they go the ten clicks, Mm, and if you go if you go one point past the ten clicks, that's it. You get bombed. bombed. That's it. You get bombed a lot. And they went past the ten clicks, and they were bombed. And that's what Nixon would do, and I believe that's what Trump would do. I, obviously, I don't believe we'd ever be in this in this worldwide catastrophe if he were in office. But Peter, you're asking a good question, and and I I I don't know what many Republican presidents, other than Trump and uh, Nixon, would have done in this situation, and maybe Reagan. But I don't know what many Republican presidents would have done in this situation. Well, and I think part of we know what Abraham Lincoln. Was. I'm saying in our current life. I, I think I think part of it too is that it, what we're seeing in America is people have a very distorted view of what it's like in Gaza. They don't they don't really understand. And I, I was struck this morning. I was reading an article about a cache of weapons that supposedly was found in the basement of a children's pediatric cancer hospital located in Gaza. It's not supposedly. It actually and, is. Okay. And and I thought to myself, wait a minute, a pediatric children's cancer hospital? How advanced do you have to be? How developed 
do you have to be to have that kind of a facility available? Pretty advanced. Pretty developed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see pictures on TV of Gaza. It's a, It's not. It doesn't look anywhere near as bad as the slums in Washington D.C. or Baltimore or New York used to look. Now, of course, they're right. all revived very, very considerably. But yeah, I mean, that's all. That's the idea that Gaza is a poor bunch of poor starving people. They're not starving for one thing. Israel is giving them food. Israel's always been giving them and food. Again, that's part of the lie that's being perpetrated by the media machine. It's the propaganda it's machine. Convince, yeah. It's propaganda. They're trying to convince us that the you know, that that they're that they're that they're something shy of just shy of nomads who have no permanent place to live, who are just who are just impoverished and oppressed and it's just not true the israelis pulled out of gaza in what was it 2006 2007 2005 and then they turned around and they elected hamas as their government and hamas is now taking them to war with israel and we're supposed to believe that the that the, that the poor palestinian people are just caught in the middle we're supposed to believe i suppose that there are good people on both sides of the argument a phrase you may recall. Good. I love that. I love that. I love that. Air yeah. on fire after Charlottesville. Well, uh, we now know what the story is. We have a group of the most bloodthirsty, violent people on the planet, the most sadistic, cruel people on the planet, and uh, they perpetrated a series of war crimes and crimes against humanity against Israeli children old people, women, men, and now the United Nations has voted by an enormous majority to say they're, they, the killers, are the victims, and Israel is the perpetrator of the crimes, and Israel has to take care of them now and shoulder the burden of them, and Israel has to take back in all the Palestinians. That's the end of Israel. The United Nations is explicitly, explicitly voting for the end of Israel. Now, what other country in the world has had the U.N. vote to end this? I I can't remember when the United Nations has done anything but gang up on Israel. Uh, I can't ever remember a pro-Israel vote. Even in the early days. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Well, the U.N. at the very, very beginning voted to uh, send uh, troops to stop the North Korean invasion of South Korea. So that was a good thing. But that's only because the Soviets boycotted the Security Council meeting that day. They they walked out in protest of something. That was a very lucky day for the South Koreans. That's great. And Ben, you know, you you bring up the UN and sadly it's it, it's not just these fringe places. It's you have Canada Trudeau saying today Israel must stop killing the, uh, this killing of women, children, and babies. That's true. Well, Trudeau is well known to be extremely stupid. Uh, it's, there's some question as to his sexual identity. Uh, that, by the way, doesn't bother me at all. He can have any sexual identity he wants. But uh, he's a terrible guy. And uh, it's heart-rendering, as my wife would say, that the uh, Canadian people, some of the most wonderful people in the world, in one of the most beautiful countries in the world, are uh, on the side of the wicked devils from hell who came out of hell 
to torture, kill, maim, rape, murder in the most sadistic way possible anyone that could get their hands on in Israel's border communities. Well said. And Peter, this goes to Macron in the same week. You have Macron, you have Trudeau. It's it's and 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 this was the vision, and this is what I and I know Nixon had the same vision of uh acts changing alliances and changing axes and changing all of these different things. And I know this was Trump's thing. It's a big reason why the Abraham Accords were so important because he realized the Europe of yesterday was not the Europe of today. And or it, tomorrow, or, or extremely one hundred percent with that, with ten percent of England, it, with, of France's population being Muslim, a hundred percent on that. And Peter, it, it, it Trump knew this. He knew who the future allies of the world would be, and they have brought us back this regime it, with these people, these 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 globalist hating style people like Macron and Trudeau, who are who are not fit to be dog catchers, Ben. And 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 how do you beat this propaganda machine, Peter? I ask you that. How do you beat this propaganda machine when it's coming from prime ministers that Trump was so close to making tiny? Well, they are tiny. Whether 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 Trump makes them that way, appear that way or not. France does not understand it hasn't been a world power since 1814. And they've never quite. I don't to think so. Wow, that World War One. These France made a gigantic, fantastic, incredible, incredible, unbelievable, mind-boggling showing in World War One. I'm re- the reason I'm laughing, by the way, is I'm reading one of the comments. I thought I could read it out loud, but Cosmo, that was really funny. And uh, it's a really funny comment if you so why I was laughing. Uh, oh, go ahead and read it. Uh, okay. Canada, please vote that blackface shithead out. And uh, he, he, there are pictures of him wearing blackface, Ben. That's why yes. They, yes. They, 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 you know, he was we'll innocent. call the prime minister in his younger days. In yes. his younger days. And, and, and that's okay. I love how they always get the excuse and the benefit of the doubt. When you're on the left, you have a, a t- you have a, a pretty much a ticket of a get out of jail free card for 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 anything Republicans would do. Well, uh, but on the race question, they have no doubt that we're all racists and that they're all good people. Um, but you know, Robert Byrd, legal in the Ku Klux Klan, filibuster of the 1964 Civil Rights Act, wasn't a Republican. And they made him Senate Majority Leader and President Pro Tempore of the United States Senate. But they have no doubt that we're all racists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well put, well put, well put. No, it's, well put. It's, 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 it's extremely well put. And sadly, it's extremely true. And Ben, can I, I, I have... I, and, I, and I do think, you know, the Wall Street Journal reported this, I think it was yesterday, that Trump's numbers among Black men, voters, are plummeting. And I'm hoping that's because they're getting an inkling of what the Democratic Party is really about. Trump's numbers are plummeting. I'm sorry, Biden's numbers, excuse me. Biden's numbers are plummeting among black men who vote. And I hope it's because they all vote. And I I suppose that maybe, you know, unemployment seems to be at a at a low number but it was lower under trump and i'm just wondering about how many of these people 
have lost their jobs to the under-the-counter wage earners who cross the U.S.-Mexican border without registering. Okay, I like it. I like it. But extremely I have to, extremely I, well I said, and we have to end I, early uh, because Ben does have that interview. I have, I have some more publicity to do. And by the way, I've got to do a lot of questions selling one page of one book. Now, people, somebody in the comments the read Peacemaker you, by Ben Stein. Ben Stein somebody, on listen, a lot of people... A lot of people are ordering this book, and I can't remember the person's name in the comment section uh, that uh, said it was great and said it was awesome. So thank you for buying and thank you for reading. And yeah, it is an good. incredible book. Everybody should listen to it, and everybody should listen to Ben Stein. Wait, can I say book. one more thing? One more yeah, thing. Please. You said it to me this afternoon, and this, I think, is the most horrifying part of the day. Uh, three plane loads of Jewish people from Detroit flew into National Airport in Washington, D.C. to come to the rally for Israel, and their African-American bus drivers refused to drive them to the airport to the rally because explicitly because they were Jewish. That, to me, is a really seriously dismal sign about how racist the African-American working class in America has become. Yeah, Not there's to mention a violation of federal civil rights law. I absolutely, okay. absolutely. Ghost, of, Ghost of DC, please email me and I will get you the book. A bunch of people I've sent out the book to. So Ghost of DC, email world according to Benstein at gmail.com. I will send it out on Thursday. You will have that book. I've sent out quite a few books uh, that Ben has signed. So please uh, uh, send us your email address. That's Ghost of DC and anybody else in there, please send me your uh your thing and on that note and you could ask hockey love got it right hockey love you got the book you love it uh that's tammy over there and uh on truth so please either message me on you know what message on truth it's a lot easier on that note i want to thank you all and uh my correction on uh the trump how much how much how many how many acres i feel like a jack but what are you gonna do and uh i want to thank the rumblers the ranthers the truthers everybody out there and remember the Peacemaker by Ben Stein. You can find Peter all over the internet, clothed and not clothed. It's fabulous. And read his stuff. Peter Roth is the best, one of the best writers in America at the Roth Draft. And I mean that I'm not as good as Ben Stein. I said one of the best. It's not a oh, competition. Very kind, very kind. It's not a competition. And I got to tell you, just Ben, I just want to end it on this. It, the reason I encourage everybody to listen to the Nick DiPaolo thing it's it's a lot of it's humorous and people that have been reading Ben Stein's diaries for years will really get a kick out of it. Uh, you'll really appreciate it. You'll really enjoy it. Uh, he's going to be on Breitbart radio tomorrow. He's going to be on Salem tonight. Uh, so if you tune in to Salem tonight at seven 15, you'll be hearing Ben being interviewed for, uh, for 30 minutes and he's on Newsmax tomorrow. He was on the Nancy Brinker today. So it, it's some really fun stuff to be in the background listening to these great inter and, and to the great answers and to the only person I've ever met who doesn't back down and stays true to and, and, is, and is and is loyal. And that is Benjamin Jeremy Stein. So thank you all. God bless you all. God bless you. And God bless America. And God bless Israel. Have a good night, everybody. We will see everybody on Thursday night. Have a great night, everybody. God bless you.